Hey, Downers! From now till the end of the year, you can join the Downers Club and support the show for as little as $1 a month. As a club member, you'll get all of the bonus episodes that we do every single week and access to our exclusive Downers Club Facebook group. This is a limited time offer, so get in there before 2018 and check out all the fun we're having for just $1. For more information, check out tsidpod.com forward slash support. Following is a Goulash Media production. GoulashMedia.net. Welcome to the system is down. What is up, my downers? Welcome back to what is typically the least comfortable show on the web. The system is down. But today. It's a special day. Today is an exception to that rule because today is not an uncomfortable discussion in any way whatsoever. This weekend, the new Star Wars film, The Last Jedi, comes out. So, myself being a very large Star Wars fan, I just wanted to have a fun episode where I get a group of Star Wars nerds together and we just chat about Star Wars. We talked about everything from the prequels, to predictions of where Disney will take Star Wars into the future, to just our history with Star Wars and our love of Star Wars. We also recorded at least a full bonus hour of content where we compared Rogue One and The Force Awakens, and it got pretty heated, and there's, there might be some yelling, there might be some name-calling, um, and I'm probably right throughout the whole, whole argument, but, you know, it's my show. So that'll be available to everybody in the Downers Club in the bonus content. I also have an announcement to make. I'm basically starting a whole new podcast where we will be reviewing movies and maybe some TV shows. It's going to be called Rotten Potatoes. I know, clever, right? And it's going to be available to everybody in the Downers Club as well, starting at just $1 a month to support the show. It'll basically be just myself and some friends getting together and ranting about movies and giving them ratings. Good movies, bad movies, all movies. We're just going to keep throwing them out there because that's something I like to do. In fact, uh, before I started The System is Down and right after I started it, I was watching some movies and shows and things. And I was like, you know, I really just want to start a whole new podcast um, and do that on the side as two different things. But that just doesn't make sense because... You know, you guys are paying attention to this. So I thought, hey, I'll give it to my downers that I currently have. If you're interested in something completely different, that's what it's going to be. And like I said, it'll be available to everybody in the Downers Club starting at as little as four quarters a month. So get in there. Get in there now. Maybe I'll post, I don't know, one or two episodes out here so you guys can see what we're doing. Uh, see if it's something that you want to get into. But for the most part, it's going to be exclusive. So... Check that out. Uh, if you don't know what the Downers Club is, it's basically the fan club for the show. It's uh, our patrons who support the show financially and help us build this into something bigger and better. And in return, they get tons and tons of bonus content, audio content, every single week. And at certain levels, they get free shirts. And with this whole new show, the Rotten Potatoes Movie Reviews dealio, I'm actually going to start putting in new levels of perks that you can get for supporting the show at different levels where you will be able to come and review some movies with me and you will be able to give your own input and maybe I'll send you some movies. But all that stuff is still in the works. Get in on the ground floor right now. 
by going to tsidpod.com forward slash support. Also, if you like what you hear in this episode or any of our episodes, we have a forum where you can join that for free and come in and chat with us about everything that we're talking about here. Uh, right now, it could just be Star Wars. Even if you just like Star Wars, come in and talk about Star Wars. But we also talk about our typical topics, conspiracies, politics, religion, and every single thing that we can think of that is uncomfortable to talk about. So go check that out. You can do so by going to tsidpod.com forward slash forum, or you can just go to Facebook and type in the System is Down forum. It is a closed group, so you'll have to ask to join, but if you look like a real person, I'll let you in. No problem. But enough with the ads. Let's get to the delicious Star Wars talk, and you can bet your butt that there's going to be a Last Jedi Rotten Potatoes review very shortly after premiere night this Thursday. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, without further ado, let's get... Weird. Today's episode is going to be very different and unique, and it's going to be fun and enjoyable, I assume. Um, today, we are straying from the typical path and the current or the, the normal format of the show and talking about something that is completely not uncomfortable at all, because uh, we all know it, we all love it. Today, we are having the first ever The System is Down Star Wars Celebration 2017. Maybe we'll do this as an annual thing, I don't know. But uh, The Last Jedi is coming out, well, it'll be this Thursday. We've got a big group of nerds uh, that are here to just chat about Star Wars. So let's start off by getting some introductions. Let's keep it short and sweet, because most people don't care who you are. They just want to hear about the stupid things that you watch. Brad Moran, how's it going? Hi, my name is Brad. I like Star Wars. I like to keep it short and sweet. Appreciate that. Nathan Sipes, what's up? What's up? I, uh, too, like Jeanette. Star Wars. Jeanette, how's it going? Hi. Hi. I like Star Wars. <laughs> and we got Forrest Bazat. What's up? This is Forrest Bazat standing by. <laughs> Very nice. That says it all. Yep, you win. Uh, Cole, I don't think we can even intro you now because uh, Forrest killed it. That's cool. True. Cole, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. My name is Cole. <laughs> I watched a few Star Wars. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, on a scale of one to perfect, uh, how would you rate um, all Star Wars movies as a whole? Anybody? Is that even? What does that question even mean? Just answer it. <laughs> it's like it's over nine thousand. That's Dragon Ball Z. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Never tell me this. <laughs> right. Let's just start off by everybody uh, sharing your your history with Star Wars. Where did you first see Star Wars? What star impact has Star Wars had on your life? If you have like some fun story, feel free to share. I Whoever think, wants to chime in, sure, go ahead. I'll go this first. Is casual, Brad. You got to wait till I stop talking, and then I wanted to initiate the signal to talk. I wanted because I, I thought we'd keep it rolling. I appreciate um, the initiative. Now, yeah. Go for it. No, I think like one of my more favorite memories was just like having the movies the first three one two and three come out in high school and that was kind of like fun to like anticipate them coming out and just like be really excited and looking forward to it kind of like people did for the first three you know like four or five and six back in the 70s right when all this new like technology was coming out and the movies looked so different and so cool were you an attender of the premieres i was all three of them actually nice. midnight premieres dressed up for a couple of them i was excited yeah Absolutely. And I ha I kind of lost like some of that momentum going forward too. I haven't. I'm still doing really? that. Really? Yeah. Like seven, eight, and nine. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> hey, shut up. 
Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. All right. Who's next? I guess I can go, except the story will make me feel old again. <laughs> the youngest person here says, go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're going to actually probably hate this, Dan, but my very first introduction to Star Wars, at least the one that I remember. Don't say uh, it. The one I remember is uh, I used to, my dad. <laughs> yeah. Would you like me to just stop right there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. Talk about the prequels. You're going to hate, you're going to hate my dad for this. Um, yeah, to keep me and my brother distracted whenever we had to basically spend a day in his office is that he would put it, pop in a VCD. Yes, VCD nice. <laughs> of the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, so we would watch that. And at the time, I didn't realize it was the worst Star Wars movie ever. I just thought, "Ooh, globy swords and <laughs> exactly Satan look dude." <laughs> mm-hmm. Nathan, how about you? Um, well, yep. I literally can't remember a time where I wasn't watching Star Wars. Um, so I guess you could say it's on par with my family members. It's like when it's like when you're in a church and they're like, "Tell us about when you got saved." It's like I've always been saved since as long as I can remember. I've been saved by Star Wars. The Force has been with yeah, you. exactly. The Force has been with like, you the whole time. I, I mean, I've been I've been thinking about it for the last few years because. Uh, and especially now that I, I have a daughter that I want to share Star Wars with, I was thinking, when when is the appropriate age to reveal the, the, <laughs> the you know, uh, the holy I'm, mysteries. I'm your father. Oh, you yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I want to I reveal that to her at an age where I can actually see that reaction. And, right. She is too and old. And so I, I was trying to think. <laughs> too old to begin the trial. I remember the first time I saw that, and I really can't remember any age that I was not watching Star Wars. So nice. I don't. I don't really have a story. I, I thought about asking my parents if they introduced me to it or if I found it on my own. And uh, so the yeah, original really... trilogy before the prequels was your most introduction. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I am older than sixteen. Forrest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how old he is. The only one getting singled out here. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who said it's going to make you seem old because you were watching the Phantom Menace, which came out in two thousand. So. Uh, <laughs> just <like> ECD. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, anybody can obtain old technology. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeanette, take it away. Um, I remember watching Star Wars, the original trilogy, with my brother, and uh, my brother and I really didn't get along that well. So watching Star Wars together was really like our bonding <laughs> time. And mm-hmm. um, when the prequels came out, uh, we had lived a few states away from each other. So I remember sending uh, like torrented copies <laughs> of the prequels <laughs> nice. in the mail to, to each other. And um, so really, that's my, my fondest memory of watching the Star Wars uh trilogy when i was younger was just watching it with my brother and um if you're gonna go then, through the trouble of bootlegging something couldn't it at least be the original trilogy <laughs> well <laughs> and sending it through yeah, the mail <laughs> but then again did you really want to own the prequels on actual dvd like did you want to spend money on those mm, so i did i still I did, did. <laughs> yeah not I a had bad argument though. yeah <laughs> true true all right cool so okay I'd say earliest memories of Star Wars were I was I was just too young to even like like the movies because the original trilogy was I mean I remember watching them as young as like being able to not even get through them right. because of how young I was it was like these are long and I couldn't even stay awake long the whole thing. and not 
as flashy. They weren't, as the yeah, <laughs> as a child, but then you know, like a young child, and then when I got like you know, a little older, like eight, nine, ten, whatever, and uh, started uh, watching them and just playing with all the action figures and stuff. And for as long as I can remember, that was like the go-to for me and all my buddies. We'd play with our stupid toy lightsabers and like run around town, like oh, yeah. the whole town, oh, great. <laughs> run around town with our, you know, $20 lightsabers that could light up and play in the dark, wait for it to get dark and then play with lightsabers. Cause then it's like, Oh, I can only see like a blue rod over there or a red, red but uh, you know, the nerdiest tyrants in town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember riding my bicycle carrying a lightsaber. And so as, as early as I still I could, hang one out my car window when I'm driving. Yeah. So as early as I could play I with, shout now, this is pod racing. Yeah. <laughs> like you're jousting. And I remember the, the prequels coming out, obviously like, and, uh, that being a big deal, like Brad said, I mean, I wasn't quite old enough to go to all the opening nights. Mm-hmm. I remember going specifically. I remember seeing episode three when it came out with my dad and his friend, and I think we went to episode two as well. But I specifically remember episode three because the opening scene was just so cool sure. with all the spaceships, and mm-hmm. that just blew my mind at that age. And it was, uh, I don't know. So for the longest time, yeah, I've always been just. I mean, I still have a room entirely decorated with Star Wars toys. So yeah, I have, I have a closet. I mean, look at this room right now. <laughs> this room's got them all over the place. So. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's let's go through and do quick rankings of. If you want to go through all eight, you're welcome to of best to worst, um, or you can just do favorite and least favorite. Um, I can say definitively, Empire Strikes Back one. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Um. I would, I mean, call me, call me a blasphemer, but I would say The Force Awakens is two for me. A New Hope's wow. three, Return of Jedi's four, wow. and then three, two, one, blast wow. off. See, I oh, hate, and then Rogue One. I hate not the really. Rogue hate. One's not after all those. Rogue One is before three. I yeah. think. No, it should be like no man. Rogue One and own. three are are, are about equal to me, but. We'll get into that later. Just so everybody knows, listening, we're not going to be comparing. We're not going to have the debate of The Force Awakens versus Rogue One because we're going to do that in the bonus segment. So uh, if you want that, you'll have to join the Downers Club and go listen to it, which only one person in the... No, nobody in this entire group is in the Downers Club. Forrest, you're in the Downers Club. can't afford it. make it not afford it. Oh, yeah. Forrest is. Nobody else can afford a dollar. So, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. More true than not, buddy. <laughs> All right. Brad, how about you? I, I would just like to premise my ranking by saying that I already hate like the amount of prequel hate that's like emanating from this group because I'm I love you. No, I I'm love the prequels. Okay, I love too. them. Uh, I do too. Prequel conversation is coming up next. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted, I wanted to get everybody's oh reviews but, real quick. Sure. Or with that being numbers said, real quick, so uh, we know six where is stand. still my favorite. With that being said, as much as I love the prequels, mine is like six, six, three. Four, like one. I'm sorry, Empire Strike. <laughs> Let him finish. I think, yeah, exactly. Let him finish. Six, right. six, three, four, one. Whoa. No, no. Force Awakens is higher. I, I, I just can't. Say. I can't remember like seven things in a row right now. Force Awakens is definitely higher. Um, it's, it's hard. My least long. favorite is probably A New Hope. I'm sorry. Holy four, four is on the list. Maybe two might be beating four. Where's Rogue One fall into that? <laughs> oh, it's way up there. It's probably three or four. It's it's up in the higher ranks. Huh. I can't just like rank these eight things. I just they're not uh. rankable in that way. You <laughs> sure, know? 
But six is definitely my favorite. I just love the story. I've watched six so many times. Yeah, I it love was, it. I would say six was my favorite as a child for sure. Mm-hmm. But like rewatching just them Jabba, now, just the opening Jabba getting killed. I just could watch that over and over again. I it's just because of Metal Bikini Princess Leia, isn't it? <laughs> uh, a lot of things. I mean, the it's internet wasn't a thing as much as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, somebody hard. else, go ahead, real quick. Uh, I'll go. I typed, up, um, I typed up my list real quick. Oh, yeah, Forrest Gump. Okay, yeah, number one is Rogue One right now. <laughs> you guys. You guys. Then, no joke. Uh, number two is Revenge of the Sith. Uh, number three, A New Hope. Four, Empire. Five, Return. Six, The Force Awakens. And then seven and eight, Attack of the Clones and The Phantom Menace. Okay. Okay. I respect some of that. Sure, a little bit. <laughs> some of that. <laughs> Next. Right, I'll go. Um, so I feel like uh, the Rogue One and Force Awakens are still new enough that it's hard for me to rank them effectively. I'm still going to go ahead and put them in. But There's no nostalgia think, factor there. Right. I mean, the test of time is really important. And there's been enough between you know the original and the prequels to, to kind of understand their place. But um, for, for me, it would probably be uh, five and then six and then right now I'm kind of feeling like two and or four would come after that. Okay. Um, and also <laughs> more into two. Uh, no, two, not two. two uh, four. Gosh. Yeah, seven. That was, seven. That was weird. You're That's comparing Empire Strikes Back and yeah. Love Story. <laughs> yeah, it's just hard to keep a story about sand hate. Yes, I just really hate sand. So it's, it's, it's no, coarse and it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. Five and six, and then seven and four are pretty close right now. Again, it's hard to say. Sure. I'll go more into my thoughts on four later. But um, then Rogue One definitely falls above any of the prequels for me. Sure. Um, it, as far as the prequels are concerned, honestly, I didn't watch them as much as I watched the original trilogy. So they kind of two and three blur together for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to a certain degree. And one, I, I will say one was good because it had that excitement factor of like right. being really excited to go see a new Star Wars movie. Totally, totally. And so it will always carry a little bit of that emotional weight, even though it was a little bit of a, wet, a letdown. Um, I, it did. It did carry that like excitement factor. For sure. Um, and it also had pod racing. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> That and was, that was cool. Space that was cool. And the game that came with yeah. the N64 yeah, and 64, game. I that. Oh, that was it a great is game. one of the best games of all time. I so love that, that. It carries a lot of weight there for the nostalgia factor, plus Darth Maul. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is bad. Screw you, George Lucas. Killing Darth Maul off after yeah, three lines seriously. in the in the series. <laughs> well, you know he doesn't Nathan, actually die Nathan, from that, right? That, uh, so. Yeah, Nathan, yeah. I said uh, two, three blurred for you. I would think they would be seven and four since they're pretty much the same movie. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, um, Shut up. I, I guess <laughs> they don't blur for me because of the uh, you know decade span. <laughs> All right, Jeanette, how about you? Um, I was just gonna go favorite and least, but since everyone's ranking them as well, um, uh, I'd say number one for me definitely probably is empire um followed by um yeah yeah (laughs) followed by episode six and um i'm kind of like nathan where like with rogue one and the force awakens like um i can't really rank them in this list quite yet like too soon soon. 
Just do it. I could probably put Force Awakens in there, but for Nobody's me, nobody's gonna Rogue hold you to this. So feel free. Right, to Rogue One is just kind of. Um, I think Rogue One's more or less the odd man out, you know. And so, as much as I liked that one, I don't think I can rank it in this list. Um, going on down, I like. Um, I think I like Force Awakens more than A New Hope. Um, okay. So I'm gonna throw that in there. And then three, one, and two in that order. Because right. one, one was, like Nathan said, it had that um, that right. feel of like, oh my gosh, I'm a kid and I get to go see Star Wars like my parents did and that's right. amazing. But And so there's definitely that love there for it. Absolutely. But now watching it as an adult, it's like, wow, this is freaking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, for me, one and two kind of blend together, actually, because I've watched three more recently, because everybody's like, oh, that's the one that's still decent, um, and I actually watched one way more than two, so they, it's kind of like a toss-up, because one has the nostalgia factor and the fact that we were all excited to Let's just go there. What? Uh, I, I think I'm going to say, two, one is the worst in its own ways, but two is the worst. Yeah, two doesn't need to exist in any because, way whatsoever. <laughs> because two is just like, oh my gosh, was, I don't care about any of this. Well, it was it was because of the ca- the way they directed Hayden Christensen through the whole thing, and and he's a good actor, but it's just mm. the way he was doing it and the things that they decided were okay for him to his emo- emotions throughout yeah, the whole movie. I will, I will say Hayden Christensen was a big letdown. He did sure. a bad is job he worse than in episode Jake, two. Whatever his name, Jake Lloyd or whatever. Is he really worse? No, I don't, Jake I don't Lloyd's think, not worse. I don't think it. Okay. Hayden Christensen is a great Cole, actor. Okay, we're, so. we're definitely going to rant about the prequels Sorry. here. So, Cole, go ahead and give your, your count, and then we'll okay. jump into that. If how It's like, how are we ranking this? Are we in like... I can pop this in anytime and enjoy the hell out of it. Like, however you is want. Is that my favorite one? This was supposed to be a quick throwaway or, question. Okay, so well, it's however not a throwaway. You want Everybody's putting a lot of thought <laughs> into this. It's not going to be a quick throwaway question. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I think Empire is my favorite one. It's got all the best. Okay, Empire is first. This is going to be difficult. Um, honest. Okay, six. Um. I'm honestly three after that. Wow. Maybe The Force Awakens after that. Four. Um, two, one, and then Rogue One. Did I cover them all? Wow. Rogue One. Uh, you didn't say. Did you say six? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Second. So yeah, I have, it was I have after five, Empire. six, three. Gotcha. Uh, five, six, three. So you've got <coughs> five, six, three. Force Awakens at seven, uh-huh. and then two, one, Rogue One. Okay, that doesn't matter. That's my order. Sure, that's fair. Now let's talk about some prequels. Now my biggest issue with the prequels. Okay, I will say first off, my children haven't really watched the prequels because I won't allow them to just be succumb to uh, the the dark side of just flashy nonsense that makes them. What do you say? That's ignorant. <laughs> it's ignorant, dog. You're ignorant. It's, it's, it's part of the saga, bro. I mean, yeah, we're going to get there. But they, the thing is, they have to appreciate Star Wars before they can just be like, let's watch this live like, action video. As a again. kid, I enjoyed the prequels you know more than the originals as a child. And 
I, and I now think I, I, too. I respect the originals more than the prequels. Sure. I agree with you, Dan. Though I, I agree with like the allure of like the original yes. Star Wars. Like they need to understand the yes. process. You have to know. You have to and then respect you can get it into first. yeah the newer. I agree with that. I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think and I, I was thirteen before the prequels, and so I had a good decade and and some odd right. years to. Uh, you know, really enjoy them. Right, so. and, and I'm older than you, but my parents didn't allow me to watch it because it had some <laughs> other religion in it. Um, <laughs> but they they eventually did. That old religion. I, I did get into the original <laughs> trilogy first. But I will say, as you said, Nathan, and most people have said, just the memories of watching the prequels, whether they're good or not, um, they definitely have a, a soft spot in my heart, even though I think that they're, uh, they did not do the series any justice because of... Um, you know, the poor directing is the only thing, and George Lucas trying to be an overachiever and do things that hadn't been done, but that's kind of what he did with the originals, though. It's true, but and that's why they were right. But you look back at the originals, and because they used actual props and like uh, practical Mm -hmm. effects, those still hold up. Like, but he's doing them in spaceships flying, they still look real. The Mm -hmm. stuff in freaking episode one, it looks like a bad computer game. So, let's say he was. He was innovative then, and he was sort of innovative even with the prequels, just in a way you don't prefer. I, I, I don't deny he was change. innovative, but I, if you can't do it, don't do it. Just like, right. you know, CGI Princess I, I Leia. Agree. <laughs> I agree. Oh, my God. Right. The difference between the originals and the prequels for me the, is that the, the team that was working on the originals versus the team and the power structure of how the prequels went is – Essentially, Lucas had exclusive rights to every decision, right. and that that's always a bad decision. Whenever someone yeah. gains the ultimate say and doesn't have a team that has to deliberate on it, I think you're right. always going to end up with something subpar. It's yeah, like, there's, it's there's like there's a no checks and balances. He's just like, yeah. I'll do this. And I, I mean, have you guys seen like the behind the scenes footage of when they watch? Uh, uh, Phantom Menace for the first time, and he's sitting in the theater, and it just ended. He's like, oh, "We may have gone too far with that." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you, you did. <laughs> there was a part of the problem, like actually one of the problems that I noticed uh, when reading some behind the scenes for the Phantom Menace is that obviously we know that George Lucas wrote the script, <laughs> and um, right. when he basically explained the process like this, when he sat down knowing that he was going to write a script for you know the first new Star Wars prequel, his very first question was, "Well." More accurately, his very first sentence was, okay, now I need a story. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Right. (laughs) If you didn't didn't have the story, then don't bother. Like, (laughs) don't force the story to happen. And my biggest issue with all of them, and I I do, I, as Cole and I were saying before we started recording, before you guys got here, um, Cole said that he thinks that, you know, they... It was a story that needed to be told in the Star Wars universe, yep. but it wasn't done well, and I completely agree It wasn't agree done with as well as it could have been done. However, mm-hmm. it gets way more flack than it deserves. I'm with Brad on this <laughs> because, no, it does. Like It's, it's popular to hate the prequels, but mm-hmm. they're important. Yeah, they made mistakes, but damn it, they're still... There's still so a big mistakes. part of this. Mm-hmm. There's still a big part of it. There's still really... I. I remember when they came out. Yeah. They mm-hmm. I wasn't old enough to be around when the originals came out. None yeah. of us were. No. So they hold something to right. much deeper with me. Those were the ones I was buying toys of when I was a kid. But is that because they're uh, good or because they have like a connection to you? Cuz I have the well, same they connection. Were good. I think I don't that they think were that they're good. They were generally good. They were better than 
you're saying they are because you have this bias. Can I, can I uh, throw something out there, Cole? I, I kind of agree and kind of disagree with you. I think they get the hate they deserve. I think they just don't get the appreciation they deserve. That's true. That I agree with. Maybe. They, have, they, get, they get criticism, which they do deserve criticism, and there were many things about them that were lackluster and over the top. So, okay, so that's those are contradictions, but the acting was <laughs> lackluster and the CG was over the top. Correct. And <laughs> yes. um, here and there, when there are very many moments where it's like, damn, that's good. Yeah. There are very sure. many, especially it's a episode good story. Three. Yeah. Cool. Especially yeah. episode three with the music and everything. Oh, I, just I mean, like, yeah. mm. they they went overboard with a lot of things here and there, but I mean, like mm. that one. Oh man. Yeah. Well, well, as but, far as the acting, and I, I've said this before, probably even on the podcast, but it's like they're not. None of these people are bad actors. I mean, you've got freaking no, Natalie Portman, A-listers, man. Uh, what's his name? Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor, and like okay, Ewan McGregor. Always did good in every one of them. Yeah, Just I love saying. him. Yeah, like all, all these people yeah. are like, marry me. So right. such good actors. It's like, if it was like one of them doing a piss poor job, it's like, well, that guy had an off day for three years. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all of them. So clearly, it was the directing and the fact that they're. It was the first time that blue screen everything was a thing. Right. And so they weren't interacting with anything, and it's just super sterile. Yeah, because I, no one knew how to do it yet. I had the I, exact same like. Uh, I had the exact same thing as you guys were saying, like that connection with the prequels growing up, because that were those were the movies I was watching more often. Those were the ones around at the time. But like, I, I also I do kind of agree, I disagree with uh, Cole <laughs> um, about the fact that they were really necessary films to watch. Because in my eyes, always a oh. good prequel is one that tells the story, tells a a story in detail of one that you've already heard of and know how it ends, but adds something new to the mix. And so in that case, I kind of have to compare it to another very controversial prequel trilogy, The Hobbit, <laughs> because... Oh, God. Oh, God. Set up for the Rings, but you also had a different story going, a completely different adventure story going on. It's a very so, different story, though. I mean, like... Very different. And it added these, you know, it added... Um, I guess these kind of these new twists to the story so that you couldn't watch the original trilogy the same way again. I don't get that with the Star Wars prequel trilogy. I don't watch the originals going, oh, yeah, now I know why that's the case. And, now yeah. I know why that's Darth Vader true. is such an asshole. It's because he was like this terrible acting, annoying little kid. And then he was a terrible acting, annoying 20 something douchebag. And then he killed them all women okay. children on, okay. on that note Dan, <laughs> it's like does um, not give darth vader do darth vader any justice in my opinion on that note i think i read somewhere or maybe nathan and i have talked about this before um hayden christensen and cole i don't know i don't know literally anything else that he's been in so i have no idea about his actual <laughs> acting talent he's but um, he was in a movie called 90 minutes in heaven a few years ago <laughs> No, I knew what that is. <laughs> He's been in a bunch of soap um, operas too. So. <laughs> I I read somewhere and I heard somewhere that his um, reasoning for the way he acted was because he was trying to like um, do kind of a callback to James Earl Jones's Darth Vader, and I think that was just a really poor choice because when we meet Darth Vader in A New Hope, he is already right. a hardened general based not a general obviously but um he's a sith lord he has been trained under palpatine turn yeah Yeah. he he has a reason for being the way he is so 
for uh, Christensen to try to be James Earl Jones is, I don't know, it. It's like trying to be an adult when you're a kid, you know, like you try to put on daddy shoes when your feet are way too small and you kind of trip over yourself. That's like how I see his acting. Like he tried really hard with what he thought would work and it just didn't work. And and you can uh, actually see that in all of the actors um, that have a, a, a earlier, later portrayal. Um, mm-hmm. Like even Ewan McGregor was mimicking Guinness and... I think the 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 trouble with um, Hayden Christensen particularly is that he's more mechanical be- before he comes more physically mechanical. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, James Earl Jones has one of the most dramatic acting voices ever, mm-hmm. and Hayden Christensen was more mechanical than the man that's the machine <laughs> in the original. I think it's interesting so it really because he made a, he might he may not have talked to the talk, but boy did he walk the walk. <laughs> <laughs> he mimicked like Vader's walk perfectly in Revenge of the Sith, and I've even seen video comparisons of this. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment here. You're on a, star, uh, a yeah, you're on episode a with a bunch of Star Wars nerds. No judgment. So, so we just applaud yeah, you if a, anything. <laughs> a quick um, acknowledgement of uh, where Forrest, uh, you were saying that. Uh, you uh, disagree with me and agree, or I think you were just saying you disagree that that, that the <laughs> yeah. uh, that the prequels were a story that needed to be told, and this I find that pretty interesting coming from a guy who thinks Rogue One is one of the best movies. That is a story that absolutely did not need to be told. No, at all. Let, let's not oh get into gosh. Rogue One yet. Hold on. Let's stick to the prequels for a little bit. We'll get to that. But but Vader's origin and. What happened before right. that is told? Episode it's way four, more of an interesting story. Listen, <laughs> episode four, when Luke first meets uh, Obi Wan, he is telling him, "Yes, I fought in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I fought along your father, or alongside your father, and Darth mm-hmm. Vader killed your father." Okay, tell me that's not a story that needs to be told. That's, yeah, that's, and that's bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't think either one needs to be told. I think it's it interesting. It does need to be told. The prequels <laughs> need to be told. Being a kid and always wanting to hear about that stuff, you know. Yeah. And so I agree with Cole. Like it definitely needed to be told. I just think it's it was like you saw the sausage being made, and <laughs> it wasn't the way you wanted it to be told. Right. Like, well, it, it's, it's like when to you're me, it's like the uh, ideas of who your parents are, and then you find out like they really weren't the way you thought they were at all, and then you're disappointed. <laughs> I'm not speaking out first-hand experience, but you know, sure. Like, and, and, and honestly. It's not no. It's not as perfectly crafted as J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter. When you read, <laughs> when you read J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter, you listen. I'm make this has got. I'm going somewhere. So we're on the Hobbit. No, and... literally. When by the time I read the seventh book, I was like, "Oh my God, she had this all planned out the whole time." How did like you know what I mean? Right. But then when you yeah. look when you look at the the Star Wars tr- uh, series, no Metaclorians. He did not have yeah. the prequels <laughs> planned out when he made the originals. Not r- entirely. No. Yeah, no, and obviously. why did we decide to make Anakin Jesus? Like, <laughs> he didn't have a father. He was made out of Midorians. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's pretty and unnecessary. And he evil at the end. Yeah. A little bit weird. Yeah. A little bit weird. I mean, interesting, but weird. Right. Now, one thing that really bothers me about the prequels is that, okay, think about the original trilogy and all the nerds that loved it, um, like, before our time, even, like, mm-hmm. here's a... Sp- a movie about these guys swinging around space swords and flying in spaceships. It's like those now, are the it, real it, brave people who loved it first. Yeah, <laughs> or it was cool. Yeah, that's a 
It's Chris Hardwick, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, think about the people, the nerds that loved that. And then it's like, if we're going to make prequels to that, maybe we should make it primarily about politics. What? <laughs> no. <Yeah>. What? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not even sci-fi. It's space adventure but movies. But it is all about You're going to make it about politics. Well, I want to go, the originals I want to go aren't. Straight. I want to go straight to actually one of Anakin's lines in Revenge of the Sith to, you know, go off of what you were saying, Dan, when Anakin says, if you're not with me, then you're my enemy, you know, yeah. quoting George <laughs> W. Bush almost directly. <laughs> right there. Oh, dear. Yes. I think it's then you're against me. Yeah. Star Just Wars, saying. like politics and war go hand in hand. I mean, it's going to happen. They do. Well, yeah. I mean, it does, but it was so heavily. It was. It was just much. like so much. What's the word? Um, Andering. Yeah. Exposition. Just like, this is what's happening. Yeah. And it's happening because we're saying it's happening. Yeah. And now you're going to watch it happening for a little a bit. bit. Then we're going to talk more about it. <laughs> the thing for me, Dan, is like. If we did, if we weren't already invested for you know thirty years of a wonderful trilogy, would you care? Would it keep you interested to watch? And I don't think it would pass that test, and that's what really kills it for me. Yeah, okay. it's too much fan service no, I, and not enough actual story. I agree. I, I think I'm just a bad movie critic then because I just love Star Wars so much, and so I feel like I'm going to enjoy right. almost any Star Wars movie. Right. You know, so, it's like, could I watch this or Bridget true. Jones' Diary? Like, well, yeah, I'm going to watch Star Wars, Star Wars <laughs> well, Episode no, Two. You, you know, Bridget yeah. Jones' Diary. Well, that's what I'm saying. Wait, well, like, well, I that's love a lot kind of what movies Nathan's I'd rather, saying though. It's I'd like, watch Star Wars, any of the Star Wars, yeah, over any of like, them, right? Of movies, like, come yeah. on, sure. Well, that's kind of what Nathan's saying though. It's like you're very biased because it's a Star Wars movie. It's like if there wasn't that base, amazing Star Warsness then would you really care about the prequels or would it, yes. I mean, would you? Yes. Was, yeah. I love yes. Obi-Wan. No, because and, the know, first one that. would come out and you'd be like, what is this? This is like talking about no. space politics and nobody no. would care to watch the second one. The I whole disagree. like, yeah, the politics was a little bit confusing with the Federation, the opening and all this dynamic, all the dynamics. It's not that, that hard to follow. But I mean, it's still, yeah, it's, yeah, it's well, it's, it's the, the movie, at least the, well, all three of them. It's like, it's confused at what it wants to be. It's like, is it a kid's movie or is it about, these convoluted politics, political arguments right. and stuff. It's like, I understand that now, but as a kid, it's just like, okay, when's this going to be done? When we when can we get back to more flashy colors? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, uh, George Lucas actually, um, as far as demographics are concerned, he was very specific about targeting the Phantom Menace as a kid's movie. And so even mm. though it did not succeed with you know, the older fans, it succeeded with the kids. So when you think about it, the Phantom Menace was a success in the way it was right. supposed to be or intended. Lots of merchandising. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, now that, well, that brings up, he did retain all the merchandising rights, right? <laughs> yeah, he did, which is amazing and awesome. Um, now, uh, that is a good segue into Jar Jar Binks versus Ewoks. The two most pandered things in all you mean, of like, Star you mean Wars like basically history. both of those things were, What's the, the comic relief? They were supposed to be sort of well. The comic everybody relief. said that the Ewoks were like childish and stupid, and like but it they, was too pandery to the younger audience. Yeah. And then you got freaking no. You need that element. That's, that's, that's the Star Wars thing. It's like it's bringing uh, yes comedy, awful, yes. exactly, awful yeah. War, but everybody an had awful comedy. wartime stuff going sure. on. But mm -hmm. there are these actual this, know, life forms yeah. that exist. And this is how they're it's handling it. It's a completely it. creative element. Like, yeah, yeah there's I mean, billions of planets out there. Are you defending here? No. I'm, I'm <laughs> defending him. I'm defending him. I'm yeah. all for Ewoks. More or less the I'm Ewoks. I'm just saying these are and the yes, two things that Ewoks fans were ridiculous have a and dorky and, like... I love I them. I mean, they were just screaming, like, Ewoks! 
yeah. You're like, but so were I the mean, midgets in bear costumes. So yeah. were the Jawas in episode four. They were like making weird noise. And it's like, that's just a Star Wars thing to have these like weird right. little creatures yeah. all the time. Totally. And Jar Jar Binks, yeah, way over the top, too much, too yes. far. He's annoying. It's Didn't just like him. so ham fistedly, <clears throat> this is for the kids because it's stupid fart noises and. Freaking Jamaican <laughs> Jamaican bunny alien guy. Jamaican bunny alien. Yeah, he did sort of have Jamaican. I think it's funny how, uh, despite how I guess disliked the Ewoks were by so many people, Ewoks were they were the guys that got the old cartoon, the TV movies, right. <laughs> which went so well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> something that I think is interesting about the Ewoks is like everybody sees them as like these cute little cuddly things. It's like they captured the three heroes mm-hmm. and they were going to freaking eat them. Yeah. And then you see these, yeah. like these stormtrooper uh, helmets. They devoured those stormtroopers. <laughs> They're not as cute and cuddly as yeah. you. Yeah. Think of piratas. These like are man eaters. Bear piratas. Right. I think it was just a limit, a limitation of the medium, which was that they had uh, whatever the politically correct term for little people is midgets um, <laughs> uh, yeah. midgets and, still stands. And uh, you know, it had, had they maybe had a, another way of of carrying that out, I think it's clear that they're meant to be fierce, you know, warriors. But their size gives them, you know, that image, and right. it is something that I think is a message that is throughout the Star Wars films, which is, you know, appearances can be deceiving, and even the apparently weak people can yeah, be strong. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. In the, the the weakness is strength, and that's a mm-hmm. Star Wars theme yeah. for real. Yeah. Because I mean, Luke saying, "I won't fight you." I won't fight you to to right. Vader and 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 ref, just refusing to fight him yeah. and that's and in the face of an overwhelming obviously military superior force you you have these stone age you know midgets that are fighting and so yeah. it shows yeah, the, yeah, I mean, the difference in technology with C3PO too they think he's a god you know they don't right. understand this right, right. Yeah. which yes and I will defend Ewoks all day long however it doesn't make sense how they're able to take out I mean stormtroopers were already worthless but they're throwing rocks at them and they're falling down can I, can that's I a just, little bit I was know. watching episode <laughs> 4 the other night and I think it's hilarious because it's, it's an ongoing and running long standing obvious joke how awful the aim of the stormtroopers is, right. stormtroopers is yep. and yet Alec Guinness I watched quoted the same as video. Saying, yeah, I watched. Well, I didn't watch the video. I watched the movie the other okay. night, and uh, he's like, "These sh- these blaster marks too accurate for sand people. Right. <laughs> only only stormtroopers are so precise. Right. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, yeah, and then it's when hilarious. they're getting attacked, they're not precise at all. When they're getting attacked they on the ship, everybody they get away, and then Leia says, "They let us." escape like they uh, let us get away well yeah no no so, no, no, no no that's I when mean, they're that, shooting that, at them from the star destroyer right okay but when they're in the halls of the tan of four in the beginning of episode four right. episode four episode four and episode they're four. shooting and nobody's dying like right barely yeah. anybody's dying the stormtroopers have like this awful aim i don't think they hit a single person until ever in episode six but when it's <laughs> well yeah well in episode four when they like oh set set to stun right and then they're like, she'll be okay. <laughs> Which that was like a giant spread out like uh, wave thing that mm-hmm. had to hit her. Yeah, had to. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just think it's a, it's a topic worth. Uh, so, does anybody have any about. defense for Jar Jar Binks? No. I do. No. Merchandise. Right, I'm gonna disconnect Forrest right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Forrest. 
Actually, okay, well, I'm not it's entirely so except the fact that it's not that I hate him. I just don't really care for him. I think there is a significant difference with that. My ears don't feel like they're bleeding if I'm listening to him, but um, but I think I could have done without him, too. You know, what's funny, though, also is the fact that um, canonically, Jar Jar Binks has been reduced to a circus performer on Coruscant <laughs> after Return of the Jedi. Right. So this this dude who... This dude who literally gave Palpatine all the power he needed, right. you know, in episode yeah. two, mm-hmm. is just now the circus performer <laughs> after the saga. The one who, so like, I, moved I, to vote to I, give him like emergency powers. And Disney is aware of um, <laughs> just how unpopular he is. And they're just like, all right, we'll put him here. And right. that's where he will stay. <laughs> Which, how big of an FU from George Lucas in his, like, 100th special edition uh, remake of these movies to have to include Jar Jar Binks or at least Naboo in episode six at the end when they're showing all the, the planets that they're flying right. over and showing. You can hear you him mean- go, we so free! It's like, George, why do you hate us? <laughs> it's like it's like when he went back and remastered the originals when he put like ridiculously like Barontosaurus type right. things walking things in front of the, walking the, in the frame. Way. Just like, okay, where's Luke and Ben... Oh, okay, there they are. They're there, but we have the technology Why? to do this. So let's shove Why? it in there. But I enjoyed like the whole Gungan race. You know, I enjoyed the fight scene with the droids at the end, and I enjoyed There's, seeing like the yeah. fish stuff and the underwater because you don't really see that element in Star Wars too much. The underwater element, so it was nice to sure. kind of have that get brought in. I think. So, Brad, one of the things um, not a lot of people maybe have any knowledge of is there was a a, a PC game based on the flora and fauna of Naboo and. It was kind of like a sim, like a simulation style mm-hmm. game, and that was probably my it. best. I memory. think I had it. <laughs> yeah, that was probably my best memory of of the Naboo stuff. Um, was like again, a lot of the best parts of the trilogies, uh, the prequel trilogies, are the video games and derivative yeah. um, media. Pod racing, and mm-hmm. I had a computer game for it was just Phantom Menace yeah. video game that was great i really enjoyed that so needless to say the merchandising was very well done for for those movies (laughs) yeah it was i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah they even get a joke made of it in Spaceballs. that's how prolific it was (laughs) which you know schwartz be with you and actually just before we get too far away from jar jar i think we need to also (laughs) consider the fact that so many of like there were so many characters in the phantom menace that were just like they were presented as stereotypes. You know, Watto mm. was the elephant-nosed Italian. <laughs> um, right. You know, Newt Gunray and his companion Rune Hacko were Chinese people. Yep. <laughs> just, and Jar Jar Binks, Jar Jar Binks was African-American. Right. <laughs> it's just all yeah. these different Some characters sort of yeah. being yep. these stereotypes that really just degrades the movie in my eyes. And <laughs> yeah. I, I've said the same thing. There's definitely a lot of <laughs> racial... Strangeness going on. I mean, Wado, <laughs> even does, Wado even does this number while talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, oh, I'm a greedy Jew that won't give you anything. Thumb, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's so actually back to it in the Force Awakens when uh, Han is being confronted by the two gangs. So yeah. Uh, Wait, what? How so? What is it you're saying? Like stereotyping? Um, yeah, there's there's the, uh, one of the gangs is very stereotypically um, like Scottish. Korean. Oh, and the other yeah. is very stereotypically Scottish. Yeah, yeah. But are they like portraying Conjure Club, portraying like <laughs> negative I things it's... toward that group? Well, no, <laughs> that they're and, gangs. And I, I don't know that. I mean, I think I think Watto um, and Jar Jar are probably negative portrayals because yeah. of their stereotypical behavior. 
Right. Um, but I think I think there's always kind of a nugget of this cultural um, appropriation, which I don't well, think even, is necessarily even like the Newt Gunray or what? Are, no. What are their names? The two Chinese alien yeah, things? Have it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, they're like having this trade dispute and being like the people who yeah. aren't going to do that. Like, it's very, I mean, it. everything in those movies is like relevant to society and what's going on in the world. However, maybe that's why they're so little... good because they just connect with that like inner psyche of the pulse of America at the time. You know, they just connect with that and it draws <laughs> everyone in. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to go there, but <laughs> what, do you, what do you got next? Because well, let's talk yeah, about Rogue One a little bit. Whoa! Yeah, we're not going to do that. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about them. Okay, well, let's start with the Force Awakens. When the Force Awakens, can uh, I start? Can I start? On the yeah, Force sure. Oh. Just just give your your overall of the Force Awakens. I, I want to say I want to defend the point that yes, it was a reboot, mm-hmm. and yes, it was very similar to Episode Four. I would agree too much so. Mm-hmm. With I think some of us have expressed that in the past. It's like the same movie, or quote-unquote, it's like the same movie as episode four. Yeah, they probably could have done without a planet that is a gun. <laughs> so because, I mean, down. that's been done. Right. So let down. The Death Star, shouldn't the Star Killer base thing, yeah, not the coolest. The yeah. multiple X-Wing passes to firing at the core to blow it up. A little bit what were they even thinking? too much. But, <laughs> but overall... I mean, yes, it was supposed to be J.J. Abrams meant. Is it a soft it. reboot? Absolutely. Yes, it is meant, it an amazing was, soft reboot? Absolutely. Yeah, it was <laughs> meant to be a reboot. Yeah, I personally love like the types and shadows and like all that recall stuff. Yeah. Like you could you could have basically repackaged any of the original trilogy, and because of that fan service element, like I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you couldn't. You could have even given it the same name and just said, "Yeah, we're taking your money again, stupid." And I would have. I would have been <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, I, think, take, I think the regardless, I really do feel like it was a compelling story, and it's one of right. those that, when you walk out of the theater, you do feel like that's going to be one that's going to be around for a few decades. Yeah. And is it not the? It's 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 the movie that made you realize the Millennium Falcon is a character, right? Exactly. The Millennium right. Falcon is is not just a ship. It is. One of the main characters. And could they have reintroduced it any better than they did? No. And no, she's running not. past <laughs> it and she goes, that's a piece of junk. And then that, the ship she's the going for blows do. up. Yes. And, oh, that'll do. Yeah. And Which that's my favorite is scene is when she's flying to it. the original trilogies. Yeah. Because yeah. if you recall, Leia look, is Yeah. They say this hunk of junk. Yeah. Everybody did. So it's, yeah, it's my favorite. It's my favorite character. I think. I think the Money Falcon is my favorite. <laughs> at at character. that point in the theaters, like everybody applauded. Everybody, it was, yeah. it was so. Money Falcon is a character, <laughs> and then when she's like flying it through the wreckage of that star destroyer, yeah, and then she like flips the throttle, and the thing flips over, and because the guns. Now we're gonna spend the next two hours with Cole recapping yeah, the whole. The movie. gun is stuck, <laughs> and like Finn shoots the Tie Fighter, and then she like. Pulls back up. Oh my god! How'd the movie start? Cool. <laughs> That's the best part of that Let's movie. There. <laughs> I think the Force Awakens is phenomenal. Honestly. All right, Brad. I know you were trying to chime in there with something uh, that is well, wrong. I was just trying to think of like the first, <laughs> the first time viewer. You know, like when someone thinks like, "Oh, I'm going to watch Star Wars," and they think Episode Seven. You know, these young kids that are watching it for the first time. I'm yeah. just trying to like yeah. imagine that concept because I think the lore is just so strong. That you almost just have this, you know, bigger image of Star Wars before you even see Seven. Even as a kid, because you're like, I want to go see Star Wars, and then your parents are like, Well, you know, here's Star Wars. Yeah. And so I don't, you know, 
I'm trying to finish my thought. Uh, so you're saying that kids will be more let down with The Force Awakens than freaking episode no, one? No, I just I think they could have done more creative things, like instead of just, of you know, repeat four, because the lore is so strong. They're going to, like, have this story told, and they can do new things instead of... Right. Well, well, the thing is, no matter what... I mean, whoever took the reins of that thing, yeah, there were going to be... Like, 50% of the people were going to hate it, 50% of the people mm. were going to love it. No matter what happened, they were like, it's Disney. They're like, let's play it a little bit safe here. Exactly. Totally, I mean, totally. we're coming out of the Financial woodwork decision. here. we got to you know, show what we can do. Let's give everybody all the nostalgia that they want. I mean, the prequels came out, and it was like, it's not enough like Star Wars. And then The Force Awakens comes out, and they're like, it's too much like Star Wars. It's yeah, like, what do you people want? Hey, Dan Smots here. I'm taking a second to interrupt myself talking to talk about myself because, you know, I don't get paid a penny for the hours and hours that I put into creating this show for you guys in your greedy little ears. And I've got a family to feed. To make that happen, I run my own media business called Goulash Media. If you have a need in anything from video production to graphic design to audio production and beyond, you can get it all for a painfully fair price at Goulash Media. In video, I do weddings, music videos, commercials, pageants, plays, etc, etc, etc. For design, I do photo editing, album art, logos, branding, business cards, merchandise, you name it. For audio, I do engineering, production, editing, jingles, and, well, podcasts. So if you've got a media need of any kind, or if you'd just like to give a little something back and help keep my children fed, check out all the endless options at my website, goulashmedia.net. That's goulash, G-O-U-L-A-S-H, media.net, where we cater to the little guy with the big vision. <sighs> okay. So I, I will go out there and say I definitely feel now, now that I am thinking about it, I definitely feel like seven is higher than four in my book because when okay. when I go back and I, I watch four, if I remove if I remove myself from the the mindset of you know just just the love I have for the Star Wars yeah. trilogy, if if I just watch it as a standalone movie, there's definitely a point where you're like, huh, that's where they ran out of money. Like, <laughs> it just it really it slams the brakes on hard. And if that? you sit yeah, down and I you watch like that, that and you're you're paying attention to the story arc, you're you, not wrong. you see the Yeah, where's the high points. point? Exactly. Where's instances. the high point? No, Jar or uh, yeah. Jabba the Hutt is back in now, so you don't have that feeling anymore. Exactly. They had the <laughs> technology to make it work and make it work as poorly as they possibly could. <laughs> Wait, yeah. when you say that, like, when, when you're saying, oh, that's where they ran out of money, are you talking about The Force Awakens? Or? He's talking about no, the no I'm talk, talking about The New Hope. Oh, which, okay. Or Star Wars. Yeah. Let's call it Star Wars, because that's what it's actually that's called. Star Wars. It was retitled. Sure. Yeah, that's, I can get. Uh, that, that's totally clear and easy when we're talking about, you know, <laughs> multiple movies. <laughs> okay, fine. For me, um... um I... For me? Go ahead, for us. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, for me, like... I mean, I suppose we'll probably talk more in detail about that later. But for me, what really slams the brakes for me on The Force Awakens, the actually, the the one character in the movie that just grates on me, that I can't stand watching, even though I love the actor and I think the, the actor is a great person, John Boyega is Finn. I cannot stand him. Why? He, you racist? He, he is the movie's Because he's black? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he grates on me. He annoys the crap out of me. It, he acts like a Marvel movie character that stumbled into the Star Wars galaxy somehow. <laughs> he is an insult. I am sorry. <laughs> Not personally fine. Forrest, are you mad that there's a, a female as the lead character, too? 
Actually, I love that. I think Daisy Ridley was fantastic. <laughs> she, was. she was the best part of the movie. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Which is why they shouldn't have done that for Rogue One afterward. So Yeah, yeah. but we're going to get into that in the but, bonus. Jeanette, you were going to say something at the same time as Forrest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that? Oh, um, I was just going to say, uh, well, first to remark on what Forrest was saying. I know what you're saying about John Boyega's character. Um, and I feel like my mic went out. You're good. We can still hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. I couldn't hear myself, so I was confused. <laughs> but um, I get what you're saying about John Boyega's character being kind of fan servicey, but I like that part about him because I feel like if I were in a Star yeah. Wars movie, I yeah. would exactly I would right. act exactly the way he did. Like, yeah. holy shit, it's Han Solo. I wanna right. be with I wanna be your friend. <laughs> yeah, I think it's your cousin Solo. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm perfectly uh, fine with the Force Awakens. I love the Force Awakens. I'm honestly kind of scared about um, the Last Jedi because oh, we're gonna get there. Save I, it. I, I just, well, I <laughs> understand um, the uh, criticisms behind comparing the Force Awakens with the New Hope, but to me, it's much more of just an homage, and I feel like it's. It's um, Star Wars that was created by people that are like us, you and know, yes. and it's created yeah. for people yeah. that are like us. And yeah. it's just entertaining for everyone else. Sure. And so that's why I like it, because, yeah, it is a lot like A New Hope. And I think that that's the point is it's it's for um, our nostalgia, for our memories, for our childhood mm-hmm. to kind of start over again sure now um yeah i'd say let's uh let's just take a break from the new stuff we can just wait on the rogue one stuff so we have enough for the bonus content let's jump into um the last jedi i mean what is your concern about it because i have reason to believe otherwise (laughs) um i'm freaking excited about it but my main concern is if it is a lot more like empire rather than a new story Mm -hmm. that'll just add more fuel to the fire of like oh well they're just recreating the original trilogy and so i am uh nervous about that it should have nothing Uh, to do with empire no nothing it should have no callbacks i agree i I think that they would be shooting themselves in the foot if they did that which is why i think that they won't judging on the merchandise Okay, I'm the kind of person when I knew, when this movie's coming out, like when uh, Force Awakens came out, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, walking, roving Walmarts, like looking around, being like, what Lego sets are they releasing? Yeah. What's go this going to show me about the new movie? All they have is a remade, like ATAT type thing. They have a mm. re. They, it's like, but it has like spikes on its feet. So I'm like, oh, I bet that's their way of getting around, getting tripped by a cable. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it has spikes on the front of its legs so you can kind of infer like well, what is that gonna thing that thing gonna do in the what movie terrain is this gonna be on yeah well, okay. so, cool in the in the way that you go to walmart and look at the toys which i find that be very interesting um because yeah. it's not necessarily something that that i do but it's definitely like you're right on um one of the things <laughs> i do with with a lot of movies and not just star wars movies but after um especially if i saw the movie trailers um as i was anticipating the movie after I see a movie, I go back and I watch those theatrical trailers because the trailers are all, always structured in, in a way that is different than the film and oftentimes using sound effects that are nowhere in the film. So I like to analyze the structure of it and see how it actually laid out according to the film. Well, one of the things that I, I'm noticing about the new uh, trailers for the, the upcoming movie is I see a lot of elements that when you extract them from their uh format in the trailer 
they do correlate a lot with episode five. And I think we are actually going to see a lot of parallels. I, I don't know that it's... I think you're probably right, at least to some yeah. degree. I, I see a ton of parallels, at least when it comes to um, major story arc components and some thematic elements as far as like um, uh, um, worlds and um, scenery and stuff like that. I mean, if they um, make the AT-ATs like a, oh, look, AT-ATs are a thing. Surprise. Again, like, mm-hmm. that's just, no, man, like... That's what mm-hmm. that's what Empire did. I mean, did. we shoved them into Rogue One for no reason, so there's yeah. no reason. But to but make but that but they had that. a tan side panel instead. <laughs> that was the difference, <laughs> right? Now he, here's well, why. The GPO had a red R. Yeah, why? Right. Yeah, so, well, I mean, but that, that's, here's that's why okay. I don't think it's going to be Empire Strikes Back Part Two. Um, have any of you heard of the new trilogy that they hired Ryan Johnson to make? Yes. Yes. So here's the thing, like. Disney saw, well, they're having J.J. Abrams back for nine, and they, they saw what uh, Ryan Johnson did with uh, The Last Jedi, and they were like, we don't know what you're going to do. We're not that concerned about it. Here, make an entire new trilogy with new characters, new everything. Somewhere else in the universe, do that. Like, they had that much faith in him to so be like, do all of it. Do everything from now to the future. Like, that makes me excited for The Last Jedi, because, like, yeah, and even uh, Mark Hamill in interviews, everybody's like, "So what can we expect?" And uh, he's like, "The best thing that I can say is the line from the trailer that I say, which is, it's not going to be what you expect, or it's not going to go how you expect, yeah. or something like that.'" I'm like, "If yeah. Mark, if I don't get Mark about Hamill's things, endorsement, this. I mean, if it's got Mark Hamill's <laughs> well, endorsement, it can't be that. It can't be anything yeah, but great." I am yeah, incredibly yeah. excited about it, and my 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 seeing the parallels does not detract from my excitement at all. Right. Um, like I, I almost think they're critical components um, that, like, you have to hit the story beat to make it feel thematically similar. And the things that I'm seeing is Ray went off to train with uh, a master, just like Luke did. Yeah. Ray is Indeed, facing yeah. conflict between light and dark, just like Luke did. Ray is going those to are be central to every person. Exactly. Everybody's exactly. She's, have those. Yeah. She's facing, you know, um, the the choice of, you know, uh, choosing the long path or the or the easy one and mm-hmm. also the the battle of hoth i see um in the trailer i see basically those um at ats um being um paralleled with you know the 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 a-wing speeders and everything else that you see those things that drag along the ground and stir up the red mm-hmm. the red dust um i feel like that battle is going to correlate with the, the battle of hoth um yeah. I just see a lot of components that I don't think they're direct rips by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's going to be its own unique story with a lot of interesting and unexpected turns. But I do see a lot of the same story arc beats that are going to be hit. And um, that's actually not a turnoff to me. It's something that I find to be very exciting. It turns you on. Right. And correct, <laughs> correction, yeah. Dan, about what, according to Ryan Johnson anyway, when um, he and, uh, what was it, Kathleen Kennedy, you know, uh-huh. the, uh, Disney you know the people down in, What's that? <laughs> the Disney lady. Yeah, the Disney lady, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when he got to sit down with those people and they were like, well, we really loved uh, we really loved working with you, you know. He's like, I, I wish we could think of some way that we can, you know, keep you around. This was literally Ryan's suggestion. Like, how about you let me make a trilogy? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, sure thing. So Absolutely. So actually it was Ryan's suggestion direct, directly. Sure. Well, if they went with it, I mean, you know that they're going to do everything they possibly can to 
sustain this and milk it for all it's worth like they are with Marvel and all that. Like, um, which brings up another question. Like, are any of you guys concerned about all these spinoff movies and like a new trilogy? There was a part of me that when they started announcing these, I was like, oh, you're just going to like dilute it. And then I'm like, you know, I'm only going to live once. What am yeah, I going right. to do? Not go see it? Uh, <laughs> like the, the prequels, I don't like them, but it didn't make me like the, original trilogy any less so mm -hmm. they put out a bad movie okay well mm -hmm. i'll still watch the next one and if i don't like that i'll still love the star wars that i know so who cares good podcast yeah, right. 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 like what nathan said where it's like yeah. they can literally title it i'm just gonna steal your money stupid and you'd Fine, still go see take it, it. it's a star wars take it <laughs> I know what happened. question too because um they said it was going to be a new trilogy with brand new characters brand new story you know so it's a obviously show too yeah, yeah, I heard about that. This isn't so the first not, time that's happened. Continue well, the, a live-action TV show. Yeah, it's not going to continue the the Skywalker saga. It's not. Gonna, they're not going to be episode numbers. So I'm like, well, then, you know, are all three of these films going to follow the title of Star Wars right. Story? I wonder. Are the they? Thing. Are those spinoffs going to be canceled altogether? Like, what's all that about? You know. I don't know. But I don't care. Yeah. Take future, my money. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I'm not worried about diluting the brand or anything. Um, like, I, I think the the Skywalker saga is obviously always going to be, like, the the central portion of what makes Star Wars Star the Wars. Base. And Yeah. And and I think if you're going... The, the way that I approach Star Wars, especially since Disney purchased the rights to it, is... Um, it's basically a collection of mythologies and mm -hmm. I, I think you have to look at it as basically different storytellers taking the reins and, and telling you a story. And as far as each of the trilogies um, are concerned, I think they all play a part in telling the Sky Skywalker story and all these others are just bonus to me. Like right. I don't, if you look at Rogue One, even from a film making standpoint it, it was laid out entirely differently from all the others it was not mm -hmm. set out to be a star wars film on the same level and right. i think you you look at this movie as um an additional you know storyline of different characters you know parallel or you know legends and it doesn't dilute it all to me it just enhances the the mystique that is the grand mythology of the entire star wars universe right and even if they go off the rails and it sucks so what? Yeah. Let them do it. Mm -hmm. Like, watch it if it's good. Yeah. Don't watch it if it doesn't. If it isn't. Yeah, one of the things I, I loved from my childhood was reading all of the Star Wars novels, and they were not internally consistent, and it didn't bug me because oh, right. you, I think when you consume that much um, material from varied authors, you, you recognize, like, some people see the story a little bit differently. If I were to ask two of you to tell me about the same event that you experienced, you would tell me different details. And mm -hmm. so I'm not thrown off by that. I just recognize you guys oh. recount it differently, or maybe you embellish it more. Right. Right. It's just like you said with, uh, it's like the episode numbers, numbering them episode, whatever should be a continuation of the Skywalker saga. Just like you said. So that's right. the central storyline is the Skywalker saga. And as you alluded to the books, the comics, all of those, there are a myriad of, of installments. And so many of them have absolutely nothing to do with the Skywalker saga, really. I mean, they tie in here and there. But overall, they're just kind of in the same universe, told from different, different perspectives about different characters altogether. Mm -hmm. and, and those were interesting reads. They were fun. They're good. 
they just add to the Star Wars experience, but they're not central. So mm-hmm. if they're gonna if they want to make movies about that kind of thing, if they want to make another trilogy related to mm-hmm. the Star, I'm like oh, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm right. gonna enjoy it. But it isn't central. It sure. can still yeah. be canon. It just doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. They don't have to be central to the Skywalker story. Yeah. But right. that is when, the problem. You, sure. you were talking about uh, when you were a kid playing with uh, toys, and I'm sure all of us have experiences of playing with either action figures or you know the the toys. I do today, um, personally. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I have memories from earlier this this day. Um, you know, when when you were a kid, surely some sometimes you um, reenacted things you saw on the on the the screen, but Made up your um, I'm sure you came up with uh, a plenty of other things yep. that were unique to you right. and made up, we just make one, stuff up make up entire your own canon. stories <laughs> make up your own planet right and yeah. one of the really great opportunities i see presented in all these other stories is the ability to tell stories that maybe are inclusive to other people like it, it, it one of the downsides of of the original trilogy and the prequels i think is that they're there were really only two strong female characters, three if you consider Mon Mothma a character um, worth counting. But, <laughs> no, really. Um, too strong. A black man, there was a black man, you know, right. and and most of them... He was a were, player. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, you have a lot of opportunities to include um, people that maybe they, they can see themselves in these roles, that they play a role in, in the story. And, you know, not just from a social justice point of view, but, I mean, it's exciting because... Star Wars means so much to all of us, yeah. and why would we not want other people to feel included in in the story? Right. My problem with Finn was not that he was black. <laughs> <laughs> Say it all you want. Dude. Forrest, you're racist. <laughs> all right. I so, mean, h- how do we think Leia's going to die? I mean, obviously she's going to. Uh, in the in, they don't in the trailer, it looks like. Kylo Ren is like, I mean, they make it seem like this, so it's probably not going to happen, but it's like he's flying towards something, then she's like looking up all expectingly, and then he fires some things. I don't think that's going to happen, because they showed it in the trailer, and if it happens that way, I'm going to be pissed, because it's just (laughs) nothing, but um, she's got to die somehow. But but it wasn't planned... So, it wasn't planned, but all of her scenes were shot for this movie. I know, movie. I know. So they, sh- they they should be able to use it mm-hmm. without doing like what Rogue One did and make a r- ridiculous CG character <laughs> and then fabricate her end. Yeah, they've already said they're not going to do that. Thank God, because yeah. that would be awful. Yeah. Because Rogue One they have to kill her between awful. this movie and the next one. Just kill her off like Natalie Portman and just get her pregnant, because that's all it takes, you know. <laughs> I think she's past she's that too point, old. let's be honest. Oh, yeah. okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, though, it would make more sense for her to die from labor at like 60 something <laughs> right. years old than yeah, like 20 something Natalie Portman. Right. <laughs> like prime birthing age. But uh, anyways, no prime. disrespect to anybody prime. who's had a young wife die of birth, but, uh, <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> trigger warning. I don't know. I, I kind of hope they do something with, with her end more like, I don't, I don't really think it should be a big, they did that with Han Solo. Right. They did it with him. They, they had it, like big close-up death scene. Right. I don't want that with Leia. I think with Leia, it should be more like a ship blowing up. Something happens. She went back to and and, and it's died. more like oh, <laughs> be this this is the news. She didn't make it. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. And, and then we have a moment where it's like, oh god, we didn't even get to say goodbye. Right. With Han Solo, yeah. you kind of knew. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the thing. It's like goodbye. they have to kill off all three of these main characters because they're not going to be alive in real life forever. 
obviously. So, and Han Solo wanted to be dead in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> just saying, yeah, like, they have to figure out a way that makes it not cheesy. Like the first one, Han Solo dies. The next one, Princess Leia dies. The third one, Luke dies. I don't. I don't think that they should kill Luke sequentially like that because as long they as he's had alive. to. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Just saying. With Leia, I think it shouldn't They be. might not have been planning to kill Leia. With originally. Leia, it should be something like where we didn't get to say goodbye because we didn't get to say goodbye to Carrie Fisher either. I mean, and we got to with Han Solo. It was a big thing. It was a big right. ordeal. We we kind of all knew as it was happening, this is what's going to happen. And then when he was, the, ignite, the lightsaber was ignited, and it's like, oh, that's a big thing. That's huge. Right. It's right there. It's a close-up. Mm-hmm. With Leia, I think it should happen off screen, honestly. I agree. That's I was I was telling Dan this the other day when um, <clears throat> when you watch an interview of Harrison Ford and his involvement in The Force Awakens. He, this is what we talk you know, about at church. We, <laughs> 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 we, we talk all sorts of offensive Christian stuff. <laughs> but no, um, in an interview he says, like, you know, I was reluctant, of course, to come back. But when I read the script and saw what a good story it was, I, was, I yeah. couldn't pass this up. And I'm like, that's bullcrap. Bullcrap Harrison, as soon as you found out you were going <laughs> to die in this movie, you were like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be true for him. Not to say anything bad about the story, because I think the story's great. But Okay, so any other thoughts on Leia's demise? Inevitable. You know, I thought in the last Jedi trailer, when we see Kylo Ren looking like she, he's about to blow Leia up, mm-hmm. even if they showed that in the trailer... I would have been completely fine with it because it would have been of no surprise to me whatsoever, right. given Carrie Fisher's demise. It would have been like, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to do it somehow. Yeah, um, this is what's going down. So you know, there I you think go. That's kind of the the big um, change here is um, I, I know that most, if not all, of the film was written and, and filmed by mm-hmm. the point, but um, with with Han Solo's character, yeah, we all we all knew he was going to die, but it wasn't because the character had died and. I right. think they will tastefully show respect to her and mm-hmm. probably show some sort of like, um, I, I guess, honor to to the actor mm-hmm. in in the film. And I, I don't think it's going to be something that's, um, I, I don't think it's going to be half-hearted, and I I don't think it's going to be played up Better too movie. much. <laughs> so yeah. I I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but I feel like whatever it is, it'll be tasteful and appropriate. Because I think beyond all, they want to show respect to Carrie Fisher, and mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen. Sure. Uh, real quick, um, on that note, uh, kind of on that note about Leia, and we got to wrap this one up pretty quickly. But um, I have issues with the fact that Leia is Luke's twin sister, and she still is sensed, not a force user. She she sensed they uh. brought her back for the Force Awakens. She sensed him, and so she has like force sensitivity and all that. But she has never done a freaking thing with the force other than knowing that Luke was dangling out the bottom right. of the spaceship. Because because in the books the and in the in the other yeah. stories, she was she became a Jedi just like right. Yes, she yeah. she yep. was a Jedi too. In the in the book, of, of course, Carrie Fisher, really the way she looks, it'd be really weird yeah. to see her wielding lightsaber wow. and jumping around. But I mean, they one of the things I really like regret that. about um, the the fact that they waited so long to do these, and right. the the fact that they basically pulled a Star Trek uh, franchise and, and erased all the history. The yeah. the thing that I really regret about that is that, like Cole was getting at, Leia was a badass Force user in right. the ex the extra books, and um, it it was like. Even as a young boy, it was incredibly like 
motivating for me to see her like just kicking butt and she she does it so well and it really does now she stands around in a room (laughs) yeah it's like the the skywalker family is really special you know and and it makes you feel like i i don't know excited to learn more about you know han and leia's children which you do and like it engages you in the skywalker family as as a whole but plus like it I don't know. It's just so, so cool to see not just one, you know, of the Skywalker twins become a uh, Jedi master, but then see the other and the, her adventures and, and to read if all about only. that and the thing. That, yeah. And, and they basically just made her a Mon Mothma in, in the <laughs> ones that we see now. And yep. she's, I mean, general, she's a general and she's got a lot of military uh, prowess and that's right. admirable as well. But yeah, it's just not the same as, just watching her become a Jedi and right. to well, it's like she's a, a general now. She's way more badass, like mm-hmm. by her credentials. But you don't see her do anything. Yeah, like That's... she was way more badass in the original trilogy. It's on the right. directors, and I think. It's she on the directors. with yeah. her bare hands, she choked this massive thug of a sea slug. With you know, like slug thug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's but like even, even considering it was a chain that was with her bare hands, and right. I mean R. they R. couldn't do much with the character because of the <laughs> you know animatronic in memoriam and... job of the hut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they couldn't do much with the character. But but again in the novels, like the hut family is made out to be a lot more menacing, and yeah. Um, yeah. in in the novels she she takes on a lot of other formidable foes that are really intense. Not the least of which is you know Thrawn and and Caesar and. Those are characters which are really cold, really calculated, really they're on the same tier as as Jabba the Hutt. And so to see her strangle him with a chain with her bare hands and when she's been degraded and she still comes out on top and then to basically see her retire comfortably into an armchair, it just doesn't really. (laughs) Can I I just say real quick that I've I've seen just like some parallels between like this and Game of Thrones with Sansa and Arya because I wish that they would have played Leia up too. I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil I'm not going to spoil Hobbit. anything. But I'm just saying I'm Harry just saying because you have Game these twins and you have like this you know you have oh, Luke who's kind of the warrior. Hey, you have <laughs> you have Luke who's like this warrior and like Leia is the one who gets degraded you know and she has to come back from all this. Yeah, they totally could have played up Leia more. You know, she took a different path. She went more political. She tried to do things differently through the Senate and tried to get. She was right. playing the bigger game while Luke was kind of, you know, fighting his way through and training by himself. You mean just Luke was hanging out on a rock? Are we talking about the Force Awakens? (laughs) Sorry, I kind of went all all directions there. It's a big universe. In in the Force Awakens, I think even Han Solo doesn't get a hugely fair shake. It's like, yeah, we got divorced, and now I'm a a dude who does the same thing as I did before, and now I'm dead. The end. Yeah, maybe this isn't a fair comparison since the, these movies were really close together. But like, notice how like um, Padme was in so many action scenes in the first two movies, driving right. some of that action even, and then the, the, in the third movie, she's just barefoot and pregnant the entire time. She doesn't shoot <laughs> a single blaster bullet. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess Padme is a, another one of the technically not Skywalker Skywalkers. I mean, she she was a good combatant as well as right. being a politician and you see that in in leia um but i yeah i think yeah i, I guess it's just it, i understand the impossibility <laughs> of making it happen considering the age and the amount of uh drugs that you know occurred but yes. it just really would have been cool to to have some sort of um 
element of of Leia's continuing military or right. like combating uh, skill and just show her holding a lightsaber just once, please. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Maybe they um, reveal all of that. Who knows? I doubt Maybe it. I have a question. <laughs> Um, since they pulled in the story arc of Han and Leia's children in Ben Solo, do you think that they might go uh, in that sort of direction with Luke as well, with Mara Jade? Um, obviously, she's not on the rock with him, uh, wherever <laughs> that rock is. Maybe not. But um, in the side stories that he, they do marry and have children, yeah. and she was... Oh, yeah in her own right too she was a sis. that's the weird thing for me is that ben solo who is the name of kylo ren was actually the son of luke and mara jade and so right. it's very confusing to me to have um han and leia's son be called ben skywalker right. it's not as <laughs> confusing solo. to me as it's it's not as confusing to me as it's stupid because in the case <laughs> of um han and leia's son being named ben that name is not nearly as relevant to them as it was to right. luke and that's yeah. why in the side story is yeah. Marriage uh, and Luke's yeah. son was named Ben. Ben Kenobi. Um, it yeah. is confusing because, you know, Han, he learned to respect Obi-Wan, but he... Not really. He basically, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he respected he him after yeah. his death, maybe. Yeah, he basically never showed it until The Force Awakens, you know. Um, so, it, I guess, it, yeah, you're, you're right, Forrest. It, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense other than, like... Disney? Yeah, just bringing in that character, but yeah, it's it just it doesn't it doesn't seem to apply, and it just adds more confusion to people like me who may have you know known of that character, and now it's just a different person. Right. The irony that the irony that Han calls his son uh, names his son after a guy whom he called an old fossil before. Right. Exactly. <laughs> who believed some yeah. stupid religion stuff. Yeah. So. What do you think is going to happen with Rey? Who is she? Somebody's daughter? Does she have to be? If they make her a Skywalker, think, I'm going to be. Pissed. Well, every, everybody's saying she's either a Kenobi or a Skywalker, and I'm like, she can't she just be, be something else? Because I, I mean, so. if Not you everything it, has to be if related. you care about the prequels at all, they weren't all family. They were different people yeah. with different bloodlines. Yeah, can't, can't she just be a different she, chosen one? Yeah, can't she just <laughs> have been like? created out of the midichlorians like that would be the best possible no. option no <laughs> no no <laughs> this is not scientology if i mean the way that the force awakens uh shows scenes of her as a child uh crying out for her parents who are leaving her yeah i mean her parents can't be luke her parents can't be Ben Unless Kenobi. Luke, we don't know what happened in those I mean, whatever amount of years, I, like they thirty years or something. He could have went and had a baby on some unknown planet and then left her. Just and then abandons her yeah, just, while she's for screaming funsies. for him. I mean, okay, <laughs> I guess. Well, but, there was always the thought of like when um, Kylo goes crazy and kills all of the younglings. The younglings. Um, <laughs> Kylo. <laughs> that are you, are you, if Kylo Ren Anakin. kills you. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Anakin kills young younglings. Does no, Kylo Ren? I mean, Kylo. when when Luke is training well. the new uh, generation of Jedi, oh, right. uh, he kills his Kylo like, goes student, crazy and kills students. all of them. There yeah. was just, there was a thought, thought of like if Rey was Luke's daughter being trained, that if she survived, he would take her away and hide her away so that she wouldn't die and abandon right. her. Uh, 
with no but one. That's considering if she's Luke's daughter, which she doesn't have to be, because why does everything have, have to be real? I, right. I have a feeling Disney's gonna do that, where I don't want that to happen, but I have a feeling <laughs> she's going to be the child of someone big yes. deal who's a big deal and i just don't want it to be it's not going to be like a darth vader reveal as the father it's going to be like yeah, it might we know, be. obviously <laughs> well only if it's different. something completely different than what we're saying will it be surprising cuz we're all like yeah she's obviously this guy's daughter or this I, guy's I daughter i just i just don't want her yeah. to be a skywalker any she can be anybody she else could be. she could be <laughs> snokes snokes <laughs> daughter snokes daughter or yoda's daughter yeah, that's not possible. <laughs> no. uh, okay, uh, we we could talk about this forever, but I want to ask Jabba and Leia of these uh, <laughs> these new like spinoff movies, like the origin Fan stories fake. and stuff like that. What do you guys want to see most? Like, what character do you want to see an origin story of most? Yoda for me, one hundred percent, all the way. Jabba, I love. They'll Jabba. They'll probably screw it up and make me hate it, but I want to see a Yoda story all the way. That'd be cool. Java story. So Java. you're saying like the way <laughs> that, that Marvel did Wolverine <laughs> and all that, like who do no, you want to yeah. see? Well, no, yeah, no. I mean they're doing well, Han yeah. Solo's coming out next year, and then they're talking about Spin doing a who do I want to see most an origin story of? Yes. Kenobi. Kenobi would be really cool. That's what they're planning next. Or Qui Gon Jinn. I, I think I like want Dooku. See... Dooku. Yeah, that'd be cool. I I'd like to see like um. A... Chewbacca, maybe like a holiday oriented Chewbacca. Yeah. Version. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of like they did with um, Kashyyyk and three, just a little Star feature, Wars holiday special. Feature. Chewbacca saves yeah. Christmas. Yeah, we already <laughs> got that, and it was awful. Like Star if we're Wars not going with origin, if we're not going with origin, uh, origin stories, like really, and I know I keep harping on it, but I really want to see a Thrawn, a Grand, Grand Admiral Thrawn trilogy. Like, yes. I mean, they could definitely do something different with it, but oh, yeah. I mean. It's it's a character that everyone who who is aware of that everyone loves that character yeah. and so you know, that, you know that Thrawn was made canon thanks to the Rebels series right ah perfect yeah so maybe he's we will in have that animated show yeah that's one I actually never watched but next I, I intended to <laughs> well uh, speaking of animated series and canonical storylines. Nah. Um, the actually the Star Wars: The Clone Wars on the Cartoon Network was made canon as well. So, yeah, I, I was I was watching it. It's it's a lot of um, wrap it up in thirty minutes, good lesson for children type stuff. <laughs> so like um, the prequels, <laughs> but and it was. It, I think that most of them are entertaining, but I mean. I would always make sure when I was watching them, I had something else to do, like because they weren't great. they weren't that good. I mean, they're okay, but I like I had to watch them to know like okay if this is canon. Right, it's if something you have to force. This is to canon, know. I have to watch. You just have it. to know. Yeah. Right. But I'm not I that into them. Got, the seasons got darker as they went along, and I think they made them more enjoyable for it. Yeah. yeah I've heard that the they got one. really good, but I I haven't watched them. I will. Yeah. But so the Rebels, the Rebels series is canon as well. Unfortunately. And have you seen them all? Uh, yes. Why do you say unfortunately? I think unfortunately, just because I don't like it nearly as much as the Clone Wars. Rebels is, it is a Disney cartoon through and yeah. through. I mean, even it the is, animation of it is a little different, right? Brad, it what spinoff yeah. series or movie do you want to see? C-3PO R2. <laughs> that would be great, actually. Just have those two doing a bunch of fun shit. All around the well, galaxy. You know how C-3PO got started. Yeah. Well, yeah. sorry, I, I don't personally, so I need to watch that movie. 
Well, you saw I know the origin story movie. Episode one. He's, What's that? He's in episode one. Yeah. Well, that, okay, whatever. Kid built him. More, okay. more C-3PO, more R2. I love those two. They're great. I, the origin story of Emperor Palpatine. Maybe not their origin, but like some spinoffs with them, you know, because you know they have No, it, it's an origin story that's like three hours of just a kid building a robot. <laughs> 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 just in real time, just like he set up a, a, a GoPro camera and started building his robot. <laughs> to bring Jar Jar let's back. Even, let's even consider let's even consider the fact a much more disturbing film at that when 3PO realizes he's naked when he wakes up. Right. <laughs> Does that mean more disturbing or less disturbing than finding out that your head is not attached to your body? In all Which happened multiple times. All seriousness. How perfect would would a um, Emperor Palpatine origin? Yeah, it'd be, cool. be great. I'd love that. Yes. Like Ideas. you see why he came to the conclusions that right. he did to well, because start this right. political become the Sith Lord that, that he became in undercover. Yeah. But I mean, and and yeah. then and then harken back to the Knights of the Old Republic yes. type. You know yes. what I mean? Like the Knights uh, of the Old Republic, that video game that there was novels, um, basically the old Sith regime. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also yeah. say Darth Maul would be great yeah. to yeah. see oh, man. a origin story of him because we don't know mm-hmm. anything about him and then he dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just and, a guy with a sword the, uh, who looks like the devil. One of the comic yeah. series actually follows him after after he supposedly dies when he's cut in half and falls down. Um, he's he's brought back. He's and canon. He, That's uh, canon. Yeah, yeah he, he assembles... Uh, Basically, like he gets himself new legs that are like octopus legs, and if they could show that story, yeah. I'd buy that. I know, like show him crawling really around with no legs, trying to. Well, yeah. For, yeah. Forrest, you've seen yeah. the uh, the Clone Wars series, right? Yes. What's that? Uh, oh. I was uh, saying, Forrest has seen the Clone Wars series. I haven't finished it, but I watched a lot of it, and I know, at least I'm pretty sure in that that Darth Maul, it comes back, right? They they outline yeah. his resurrection in that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so that's here's canon. The funny thing, here's the funny thing, though, about Maul here is when he comes back, that he talks a lot more, like a lot more. You right. He has lines? Do you know that <laughs> the guy who was originally lined up to play him bailed on it? He was like a big-name actor. I don't remember who it was, but he bailed on the part because he was like, I don't have any lines here. So the guy who was going to be his stunt double ended up playing the part of Darth Maul because he had like three lines in the whole movie. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, one of the um, attributes that actually made it a, the, as good of a character as it was is because yeah. he said so little. He right. was so mysterious. Mm. Right. Actually, to be very specific, uh, Maul actually does die in Rebels. I'm not going to say how, but he does. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Spoiler. Thanks, man. <laughs> not exactly. We all saw it coming. All right, Jeanette, <laughs> origin story or spinoff movie? What do you want? Oh, is that what we were talking about? Yep. At some point <laughs> we were, I believe. <laughs> uh, I would really like to see um kind of a more backstory on Django fett um yes. okay. because obviously we How know boba fett because he doesn't really have anything boba really. fett was well, boba, Django Fett's boba's clone. a clone right so Django boba fett by extension is sure, the original sure, sure. so yeah yeah so i would like to see how Django got into like the line of a bounty hunter and um mercenary basically i would love to see more backstory on him because we barely get to see clones. any of him either before yeah. uh, Mace Windu kills right. him. Right. Like we yeah. know that um, he basically becomes the lineage to the uh, stormtroopers, yeah. but yeah. 
Um, other than that, we don't really know a whole lot about him, and we don't know anything about Boba either, as far as who he was as a real person, like as his own person. Yeah, all we know is that he was talk- mad that his daddy got his daddy self yeah. got killed. What I yeah. want more than anything is like a reality TV series that's like Doug, Dog the Bounty Hunter, but it's like <laughs> Boba the Bounty Hunter. There you go, Boba the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> following the fits. Just like a, a joke Boba, reality TV Boba series. I would talk to a lot of Star Wars fans. It's like, oh, well, who do you really, really like in the original trilogy? And it's like, oh, I really like Boba Fett. Like, he was such a good character. But he literally had, like, five mm. lines. And one of them was And then he, he died by a, guy, a blind guy turning around and, and hitting him. Death yeah. by Sarlacc Pit. It was such an inglorious death. But, yeah, again, that's one of the things that made him so good is that he was so mysterious and he had very few lines. But one of the cool things that, Jeanette, you were, you were talking about is the the origin of you know the Fett family and um, if you go way back they follow in the order of the Mandalorians which is where they get their armor and that's a really exciting and interesting line of warriors as well so they could definitely go there and have a, a bunch of exciting action again that's another that's another thing that's a little bit more deeply uh, covered by the Clone Wars series if I'm not True. mistaken mm-hmm. the Clone Wars series does go into the Mandalore. Um, well, it's politics, actually. There's a lot of politics involved. It, but it's, I mean, it's the animated series, the, the planet of Mandalore and, and their politics and things. Um, some of the stuff that goes on related to that happens in the Clone Wars series. The Duchess that rules, the Duchess that rules right. Mandalore's Obi-Wan Kenobi's love interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, like, they're, they have a little fling or whatever, but... I think mm-hmm. I think a like Jedi Council from the prequels, a cool spinoff with all of them, because one of my favorite things about the prequels was to mm-hmm. see like the different colored lightsabers and the Jedi Council mm-hmm. and all those different guys. Swinging like in episode three, when they were all you know <laughs> in all these different planets, you got to see all these different yeah. Jedi's doing Sing different. Seeing the things. Jedi matter. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like I see a, the construction I see a of a lightsaber, Jedi like cast. <laughs> like, like what was that, of course. I want to see a uh, spinoff film of uh, Zetucasta, if you get the reference. No, nope. <laughs> do not. Nobody does. <laughs> he was uh, he was one of the Jedi younglings in Revenge of the Sith, played by George. Oh. Okay, just some uh, random wow. droid. I want to see that guy. Cut. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, could we get more trade negotiations? Like that stuff is riveting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad. Uh, fun story. Um, you were known as the Star Wars guy in high school, and we were in high school together. That's and we cool. Were, we were both in chorus together, yeah. and the, we had a free day one time, and you went up, and uh, I, I mean, I was, I was quiet. I, I loved it, but didn't talk about it. And you went up and wrote on the board a Star Wars quote, and then I, don't remember I went moment. up and corrected it. Oh, <laughs> what, what was it? I don't remember this. Dan, you're uh, a loser for remembering this. <laughs> it was, uh, I think you wrote... We move for uh, a, a vote of no confidence in no Chancellor Valorum. Yeah, you said we. You wrote we move for a vote of no confidence. <laughs> yeah, and then I went up and put comma in Chancellor Valorum's leadership. Oh, like that, yeah. <laughs> no, I I really embraced nerd culture in high school. I loved oh, yeah. being a nerd. You know, I thought like to be like the popular kid and be a nerd was cool. You know, just like sure. really well, push I was, it. And, I was I was not. And my <laughs> I got uh, in band. I got the most interesting freshman award. Nice. And I don't know if that was like a good thing or a bad thing, but for my acceptance speech, I I read the acceptance entire speech. I I don't think I was really allowed an acceptance speech, but I gave one. 
You and, took the liberty. And, and so I read the entire like C-3PO scene on, you know, when he's talking to the Ewoks and he's oh, going yes. through the Uchimini. I you know, that. Yeah, I read the entire thing and I sat there and I watched the VHS version and had to rewind it like 30 I'm times. Sorry, so you awesome, read it you know. in English or? In, in, in that English? language. In you know, I did the entire scene and did the, uh-huh. just complete foreign like the, language like, as by oh. acceptance speech. Oh, you know? so when, when he makes exactly. the, while you're on this episode. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly why. I've, I've lost a lot of my knowledge, but I used to be like so, like when episode three was coming out, I was so into episode three. Like seriously, it's so much fun. Nice. Well, last question, because we got to wrap this up. Wow, but really? again, we're, well, we're going to do bonus. But uh, are you guys ready to see a crotchety old angry Luke? Yeah. For the first time? <laughs> Absolutely. I want him to be like an angry, like pissed off. Like I want him to be like inconsolably rude. I don't know why. I just do. I just it's really. Like, why are we still making these freaking movies? <laughs> get off my lawn, Eastwood style. Like, get off my lawn. Yes. I wanted to be like, you don't know what it's like to train to be a Jedi. Like, you know, you what? don't get it. We're You're too old. Where Yoda? Get the training. Yeah. Where Yoda was like, yeah, he, he is too old. Like, Yoda was like sort of resistant to right. training Luke. I want Luke to be like mad that Ray even wants to. Right. Well, I mean, he's basically really in the position mad. that Yoda was in. Yoda was like this outcast guy who was just hanging out on his own, and then some kid comes in and he's like, train me. I mean, that's basically where Luke is right now. So he has wow. every right yeah. to be like, you know, this, screw this. I'm done with that. I thought I was do- I was just going to stand alone on a mountain peak and drink <laughs> beer for the rest of my life. <laughs> and you're showing up asking me to do you favors? Bringing this old lightsaber back. Stupid. Um, it's not kind of stupid, but I'm so used to hearing um, Mark Hamill's voice as the Joker yes. in Batman yes. that I'm really more just excited to hear his voice, like right. his real voice. Yeah. Right, because yep. that's like the main thing he's been doing since then. Yeah, see, yeah. He's, he's a professional voice actor now, and they brought him back for the voice for the voice for the Force Awakens, and didn't give him a single speaking line. <laughs> just yeah. stand there and look ominous. Um, by the way, you guys should look up um, the ending sequence of The Force Awakens without music. <laughs> I've seen uh, it. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's just weird, yeah. It is. I also kind of hope that Luke isn't like, I don't know, the stereotypical like, I'm a Jedi Master now, and I don't want to train you. I kind of hope he's like, I can't, like, maybe, like, maybe he's not even a Jedi anymore. Sure. Maybe he's like, nah. I might be even a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like maybe he, he wants. Him, like, to, maybe he's not. Like, do you remember like the first time you watched the scene with Yoda? You know, like yes. you didn't know who he was or like why <laughs> he was so weird. Like, yeah. it was a crazy little frog man. Yeah, so like, good. <laughs> maybe going into exile for like twelve years makes you crazy. And well, and, and just this brings up. With a stick. This brings up the concern of it being an Empire Strikes Back Part 2, is that, I mean, Luke is the new Yoda, so mm-hmm. please, please don't do that. Please don't make it that obvious. Well, uh, part of me wants to, like like I said, with, with how I kind of want him to be, like, not a Jedi now. Is, an agnostic. Is, yeah, I want, him to be, I want him to be an atheist now. Because, sure. because, because, because everything's falling apart. In the novels, Luke actually joined the dark side for a short time. So, I mean, I kind of want it to be where Ray gets there and he's she needs to bring him back. I don't know, bring him back from the from the. I feel break. like that is going to be the case personally. Like Ray's 
gonna train him. You know what I mean? Right. Not train or just him. like respark the yeah the the passion. But so it's not gonna so, be like he's some sage, wise old man. It's more like he needs something to bring him back, and that's what she is. Like yeah. So. But I feel like he's gonna be like a gray Jedi, basically, like neither like of like the Gandalf. light or of the dark. Like yeah, like Gandalf <laughs> the Gray. Um but like there's, there's that sect Shut of up. like they're like in the middle, you know, the gray Jedi where like they don't necessarily follow everything that the Order of the Jedi right. believe. Oh, that was my baby. Shut um, up, baby. <laughs> But they're not like hey, evil either, like the dark side. They're more like the chaotic neutral, I guess, if you were supposed to give them like a class alignment. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take nerd to a next level. You're comparing Star Wars. If you guys need I something have... to reference, let's go D and D. I have a I have a actually I have a terrible joke that I think should wait for the bonus content. <laughs> Save it. Make them wait. I Make them pay. I just really hope that Ray's not a Skywalker. And that Luke is not good anymore. That's what I, I agree. Mean. I absolutely. You want to know? Like, actually, uh, Palpatine's full canonical name now is uh, Sheev Palpatine, which does not have a good ring to it at all. No, nope. but that's not now. That's always been. That's been. It's a yeah. long time. Yep. His name. His first name was never Emperor, <laughs> right? <laughs> or Chancellor. He was, he was born Emperor. His mother was very full of him. <laughs> she mother, knew it was his mother happen. was Empress. I mean. So do you, do you want to save like theories for um, the next film for the bonus content or talking about Snoke theories? Well, I I said, what do you think is going to happen in the Force Awakens? Or no, the Last Jedi, like an hour ago. Okay. But feel free to throw some in there before we wrap this up. I keep Whatever. saying we're gonna wrap this up, but you keep uh keeping it going. So <laughs> I, I'm good for the night. So it's up to you guys. Blame Canada. Because I'm afraid I'll be right. <laughs> yeah, like right. I guess there's some there's some ideas out there that um that it's actually gonna be kind of a and and I think it's it's implausible at this point, but there's gonna kind of be a, a crossover where Ray becomes affiliated with the dark side and mm -hmm. Luke and Ray become the Sith, uh, the two Sith masters. And I'm down. Um, Let's do that. We're oh, Kylo. <laughs> Kylo would transition to the light side. But I think oh, at this snap. point, you know, I think he's gone too far with, you know, killing his father right. to, to make that happen. Well, I mean, did M night Shyamalan direct this <laughs> next movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the things though, is, um, early on when the, when the script was, um, being finalized and some people were uh, leaking it is they were saying that it's it is going to be almost m night Shyamalan level of um <laughs> twisty kind of weird Sweet. but i think that may have been just uh uh you know obfuscation to throw people off the the right. path so. yeah i mean I really just they were kind like of think that okay oh, i was just gonna say i really kind of think that both um leia and luke are gonna die in this one um, because, like, as we were talking earlier, uh, obviously Leia has to um, go in some way, and how that gonna that is gonna happen. But I personally think that they're going to get rid of both. In I, this I'd one be and happier have... with that. So it's not just like one dies, one dies, one dies. I think like, yeah, I, a surprise I personally like... think Episode Nine is going to be just the new three, like or that. new four, I guess, because we're right. throwing Poe in there, but. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I really think Luke is going to go in this one, too. And I think he might go in a very Obi-Wan-esque way as well. You mean standing straight up and then his cloak falls down? <laughs> and the lightsaber doesn't even cut through his uh, robe? As long as we're making future predictions for the movies, I personally think 100% that Kylo Ren will only come back. He will come back to the light side in the last movie, sacrificing yeah. himself. That is my right. prediction. He will be sacrificing like himself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're going to do that. I hope not. Yeah. I well, think probably you're right, but I hope not. I just want like the super <laughs> twist. I really want like Luke to kill Rey, you know, and just like he's he's the last No, seriously, he's the last Jedi. He's like she All wants the, the powers for dark. just die. <laughs> she wants the powers for the dark side. He's the last Jedi. He's defending the race like no, you're not going to kill me, you know. Right. Like, I want it to happen. There can be no more Jedi. So, well, episode 9 is just about Luke again. He kills off all the new characters. <laughs> yes. That's we why they're making this form. new trilogy. There's such like, a trilogy going to die anyway. Like I'm well, almost sick of the trilogy movie format. Like it's, yeah. we yeah. always have trilogy, trilogy, trilogy. It's like we have a trilogy of trilogies now. Like we're getting to that point. It's like yeah, break the form. It's true. It's just going to yeah. be a, a two film epic and then <laughs> done. No, well, it, it's not. It's going to be just Luke. <laughs> just Luke as the new emperor in episode yes. nine. And go there. Just Luke as the emperor. And he's overlording everybody, and there are no Jedi. Luke is it was the, 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 the literally the last Jedi, and he's just a dark side guy, just um, Hitlering it out uh, <laughs> well, for well, much three the, hours in the last movie. <laughs> m- much the same way that you just said Luke is Snoke, which is obviously, I mean, that's silly. But I mean, much the same way that Palpatine was an open character in the prequels, he was also um, Sidious, like. You'd see Palpatine in one scene, and then you'd see him, same guy. If you, when you know that's him, you can yeah. see, oh, that's definitely, obviously him. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? Maybe they could do that similar type of thing with Snoke. Maybe he's already somebody we've seen out in the open sure. in mm-hmm. The Force Awakens. But, mm-hmm. and there's, or maybe he's what Mace Windu. Right. The, the other thing, <laughs> as uh, maybe Jeanette was saying, oh, that she thought that, that maybe oh, both Leia like and Luke like would that. perish in this next one. The name yeah. The Last Jedi suggests that. Either Ray or or Luke will die in this but movie the, because there can only be the last Jedi is one. They can't both be Jedi. Well, no, but can be the last what Jedi. Is the word What's for the multiple Jedi? Form of Jedi? It's Jedi. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. <laughs> Could just bad. be the last of the Jedi. Yeah, that they're referring to Jedi is plural. throwing us all off. That's the thing. Anytime oh. they have these interviews and they're like. Well, it's obviously not this. I'm like, eh, it's probably that because they're not allowed to say. <laughs> the uh, thing about Snoke, though, is actually I hate to shovel more negativity down your guys' throats, but Snoke was actually one of my least favorite parts of The Force Awakens. Well, but Andy Serkis is amazing, though. So. Andy Serkis is amazing, but he didn't really add much to it at yeah, all. There wasn't much. He yeah. wasn't really a character. He couldn't have been himself. Yeah. Well, yeah, just remember no, that we I, saw Snoke only through hologram. Right. Again, he's basically like, we're the, em- see more the Emperor in, in the last Empire Jedi. Strikes Back. The thing is, if you go you know, back to the original trilogy, first time you see the Emperor, he's literally in right. one one scene, and it, it's like he's not and even the same female. actor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Totally. female playing it that they replaced later. Yeah, yeah they so did. <laughs> it's, it's again true to form. I'm not disappointed by the lack of depth that you were able to cultivate in like a few scenes. <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny too because like Snoke when he represents when he presents himself in a hologram, it's like gigantic. Mm-hmm. For all mm-hmm. we know, when we actually see Snoke in the flesh, he's gonna be like this tiny dude, Yoda dude, size. Dude, I'm sure he's <laughs> exactly. not very yeah. um, formidable. 
stature wise because yeah exactly why would you do that then why like would wizard of oz style yeah yeah, yeah. oh i mean yeah. It's, yeah. it's absolutely yeah i, I also so. found it extremely unnecessary that he was uh, cgi and i'm not the only one who thinks that <laughs> What do you want, man? And you liked – I'm sorry. And you liked <laughs> Rogue One? And, and you liked Rogue One how much? <laughs> All right. That's a great segue into the end of this and uh, into the next conversation of The Force Awakens versus Rogue One. So thank you guys all for Yay. coming on and talking about this. The first Star Wars celebration of 2017. I think we're going to do this annually the week before every single Star Wars movie from now on because it happens every December now unless they up the ante like Marvel and start cranking everything out uh, every two weeks. Oh, but Actually, And then we'll so have well. to really, really kick things up a notch. But thank you guys so much for coming on. That concludes our broadcast day. Yeah, that concludes our broadcast day. Uh, <laughs> Click. <laughs> thank you guys. Brad, Nathan, Jeanette, Forrest, Cole, thank you so much. And we'll talk some more here in a second. <laughs> All right. Cole, any final thoughts? Okay, so wait. <laughs> Bonus content begins. I right saw now. it was no, 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 right no, no. No, oh, it's no. happening. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Cole, thanks for coming on. Damn, okay, but, but I'm gonna let you finish. But <laughs> bro, Kanye, thanks for being here. All right. Okay, well, thanks, guys. Hey guys, I would typically say thanks for sticking around, but this time I'm gonna say. You're welcome for sticking around, because that was my favorite conversation that I've ever had, even though it was not enlightening by any stretch. It's just something that we are fans of, and I know that a lot of you probably are too. So it was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, and like I said, we recorded a big, long bonus episode where we yelled at each other about Rogue One and The Force Awakens, which one's better, comparing and contrasting, if those are even two different things. But... Yeah, if you want that, have to join the Downers Club. You can do so by going to tsidpod.com forward slash support. And as it says in the web address, it'll be supporting the show. For as little as $1 a month, you can get that in our whole giant backlog of bonus content that we have in there. Plus a bunch of other stuff. There's a Downers Club Facebook group that is exclusive to Downers Club members. And as I said, as you get higher in your support level... Uh, you get some free stuff and some discounts and all sorts of fun stuff. So go check that out again at tsidpod.com forward slash support. We also have merch at our merch store. Makes sense. That's a good place to put it. At tsidpod.com forward slash shop. We've got a bunch of shirts and I'm planning on getting quite a few new ones here in the very near future. If anybody has any suggestions on a shirt that they would like to see made with maybe a certain quote from the show or um, something on a certain topic, let me know because I design all my shirts so they're free for me to make and I can make exactly what you want if I feel like it. If I don't feel like it, then I won't. But <laughs> go check those out. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm just excited for The Last Jedi. I'm not gonna, not gonna try and hide it anymore. So <laughs> as always, please go check us out on iTunes, um, review the show, subscribe to it, that's the best way to help us get the word out there. Also, go check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is fb.com forward slash. The system is down. And our Twitter handle is at TSIDpod. So please, go check all those out. Like, share, subscribe, review, all that stuff. And go watch The Last Jedi, because I'm going to be doing a review of it for Rotten Potatoes. And there's going to be some spoilers in there. So go check it out. 
and get into the Downers Club. Have I exhausted this topic enough? Are you still listening? Have you clicked off already? Probably. All right. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, I really enjoy your support, and I really enjoy that you are listening to this way longer than I'm sure you set out to when this show started. So, until next time, question everything and stay uncomfortable. Thanks. This has been a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click. <laughs> <laughs>